week alive here of solo podcasts. <laughs> um, what's going on? Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Speaking of Nothing. Um, I don't want to, I feel like la- the last episode I did, I complained about not wanting to do a podcast. So I'm not going to sit here and complain about that again. But just in case you're wondering, I my my brain hurts. Um, it's been I'm not I'm not that I don't want to do the podcast. I love doing the podcast. I it's insane that you guys listen. I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm just tired. Um, this whole week was uh, me switching my schedule around. So basically, I went from working seven to midnight to 4 a.m. to 10.30, 11 o'clock, basically. So 4 a.m. to 11 o'clock is brutal, um, especially when you've been working the same exact schedule for three years now. So basically, I did the same thing for three years and then just stopped and was like, nope, you're going to wake up (laughs) at 4 o'clock now. Of course, it was only for a little bit of time, um... Or at least it is for now. Uh, I am going back to doing nights again. But, uh, yeah, basically what I'm getting at is uh, I was on in the morning with Mo all last week. Um, If you tuned in, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I do appreciate that. If you didn't tune in, that's fine, too. I get it. You know, we're all busy. Maybe you were sleeping. I would completely understand that because uh, I usually am, too. But either way, um, I spent the last week doing morning radio, which is pretty silly to think about. Uh, It's crazy, you know, where things have gone and where I'm at now. I felt like it was it went well. Uh, We had a couple of a couple of fun little topics to talk about. Obviously, you know, it's just so tough. It's like we don't get a lot of time to talk. It's not like a talk show. It's very much just, you know, quick morning radio. So you got to get your point across quick. There's definitely an art to it. Uh, I don't know if I'm necessarily that great at it. Obviously, it's something I think you get better at over time. And uh, it's why I like the podcast so much. The podcast is just so great because I could just sit here and talk. I could take my time. I've got all the time in the world. Uh, I know I've been I've been kind of keeping <laughs> a track of the time on these. I don't want to just ramble by myself for like an hour, but you know what I mean. The you know there's more room to breathe on a podcast than there is necessarily on the morning show that I was doing. But I think it went well. We were trying to kind of give the audience an idea of who I am, and we picked some fun stories to kind of do that. Some of them that I kind of wanted to talk about on the podcast a little more. Um, one of them being, this is just a big story everywhere was Disney plus. We talked a lot about Disney plus coming out and, uh, kind of going over the catalog a little bit. There's a lot of stuff I didn't realize that Disney owned. Maybe Disney must've bought them later. Uh, even just random movies like home alone. I didn't realize that was Disney or maybe it wasn't. And then they bought them, but all of the home alones, the Macaulay Culkin home alones, they're up on Disney+. Plus. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. But basically, what I gravitated towards and decided to talk about was, of course, Newsies, which has always been Disney. 
Uh, I don't know what year it came out. Early 90s. Uh, 92, maybe? Don't quote me on that, but I think it was 92. I don't know. How old is Christian Bale? If you've never seen Newsies, he is the lead. Very young. Very young Christian Bale. I'm assuming he's like 18 in it. Um, I don't want to do any Googling, but I'm going to say 17, maybe. I don't know. I'm bad with, with ages and faces. He's very young. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's basically a musical. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm like a musical fanatic or anything, but look, I was five years old when it came out. I definitely didn't watch it when I was five. I probably saw it five years later. I was probably closer to 10 when I saw it, I guess. Yeah, okay, eight maybe. I, again, time, ages, I don't know. I was very young when I saw it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think maybe partially was because it was like kids from New York, and I was a young boy in New York. Now, I'm not saying I was like in my room like practicing my newsy dance moves, but I, I, don't, I could have been. I don't remember for sure. I remember really, really loving it, though. And I was excited to rewatch it, obviously, again, as an adult. I believe I watched, I showed it to some friends maybe when I was in high school or something. I remember the, the one memory I have of being somewhat older and watching it was my friend Emily. She had it on VHS, I think. And I remember seeing it in her little collection of VHS tapes and, and mentioning it to her and her also being a big fan and we got to rewatch it, and I was probably like, now that I'm thinking about it, I might have been like 15. But either way, I was very excited to watch it on Disney Plus again. Uh, I actually, I even showed it to some people who had, you know, I mentioned it to a couple of different people who had never seen it. They watched it, and uh, they enjoyed it. You know, you kind of just have to take it for what it is. It's, I, I don't know, maybe if I, I, I don't know. I watched it with someone, and they didn't seem to enjoy it as much. Maybe the other people were just lying to me. It's I'm sure it has a lot to do with the fact that I grew up with it. You know, it's the whole nostalgia thing. But either way, I was super pumped to watch Newsies again on Disney+. Plus. What else did I watch? Uh, I watched Aladdin. That was great. So much better than the Will Smith one. Jesus Christ. That was such a pile of garbage. Um, Aladdin was cool. Definitely holds up. I thought it was it's great. So good. Robin Williams. God. Robin Williams. Just one of the best of all time. I keep seeing stories lately in the past couple of days of, of in the news. of some, They're talking something about Robin Williams. I just don't even want to read it. Just bums me out so much. But he was just so good. And then it's so funny, too. You're going back and you're watching Aladdin. And he's like, there's like a part where he does like a Jack Nicholson you know, impression. And the genie just like his face turns into like is what is clearly Jack Nicholson. And you're just like, oh, that was clear. That was for the adults, you know. That one. No, no, I did not know who Jack Nicholson was. I don't know. Maybe I just maybe some kids did. I didn't, but man, so so good. Robin, Robin Williams, just the just the absolute best. Uh, what else did I watch? 
what did I say? Lion King, Newsies. There was one other one. Oh, the, the first, the original. Is it the? It's got to be the original. Um, Peter Pan. Didn't I did not enjoy it as much as I thought I would. But it blew my mind that it came out in 1953. I had no idea that that was even possible. <laughs> I feel like 1953. How do you even make a Disney movie like that? But they did. Um, and then I watched a couple of like Disney Channel movies, just because I was like, I how I gotta see if this is complete garbage. And I I think I had shitty taste. I mean, everyone seemed to like them, but uh. Brink, definitely watched most of Brink, couldn't finish it. That kid, man. Oh my gosh, and another thing too. I don't know if everyone does this, but I just am immediately just Googling every single person that's in a Disney movie. A couple of them were dead, which was a bummer. Uh, the dad from Brink, dead. Uh, died in Phoenix, actually, super random. Um, had a heart attack at his brother's wedding. 51 years old. That's terrifying. I don't even want to think about that. But, yeah, the dad from Brink, very dead. And other things. I believe he was in, like, all the police academies. You know, all those classics. But anyway, the dad from Brink is dead. Uh, And then I just, like, started, you know, you just want to see what these guys look like, what they're doing. Um... The the like the the evil kid I don't know what the sh- the shitty kid from from uh, Brink like the main kid with the long hair from Team X Blades he his face got very large and like very tan not the greatest uh, Brink didn't look so bad he looks like he took care of himself and alive all the the kids from Brink I think are alive still. Um, Johnny Tsunami, gotta watch Johnny Tsunami. That was like I loved that one. Um, unfortunately, more dead people in Johnny Tsunami. Um, his his buddy, the kid who ended up doing the the famous Jet Jackson, I believe. Um, he was he had some success after famous Jet Jackson and Johnny Tsunami. Um, just doing you know different television shows and stuff. He was on Scrubs. I remember seeing him on Scrubs, uh, which I don't know if I've ever talked about on this podcast. I don't know how I haven't really... It's, I mean, it's it's my number one. I think Scrubs might be my favorite show of all time. It's It beats The Office. It beats uh, Parks and Rec. It beats, I don't know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I saw was just getting renewed, which is exciting. I do like it. But Scrubs, Zach Braff... Donald Faison, that's my number one right there. Um, I've got a Scrubs tattoo. <laughs> if you're a fan uh, and you ever, well, I'll explain it to people. I'm not going to go into my Scrubs tattoo right now. But um, unfortunately, the dude from Famous Jet, Jet what I'm getting to, oh, geez. What I'm getting to is the dude from Famous Jet Jackson um, and Johnny Tsunami, and who also went, went, went on to be on Scrubs later. He's dead. Um, definitely killed himself. So that's a bummer. Um, you know, clearly, um, I didn't get too deep into it, but uh, clearly very depressed. And he he's dead. So 
I don't know how I turned Disney Plus into this very dark topic. But anyway, uh, I got the seven-day trial, (laughs) and I canceled it on day six because I watched all the Disney movies, and that's it. I couldn't think of anything else I needed to watch. Um, Pinocchio, not not necessary. Uh, uh, Little Mermaid, no. Not necessary, at least for me. Didn't need to watch it. Uh, I guess I could have watched The Lion King, but uh, instead I just went out drinking over the weekend and listened to the soundtrack and had a blast. <laughs> There's a few people who saw me uh, drunkenly singing all of the Lion King soundtrack. So if you were one of the, the few, uh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't need Disney Plus. $7? I get it. It's like $7. Obviously, that's that's more to some people and it's less to others. Uh, I could afford, I guess, $7 a month for Disney Plus. But you know what? I could do something else with, with my $7. I just don't think it's necessary. I feel like if I really want to see a Disney movie, I'll just, I don't know, subscribe again if I'm if I need to see one. I don't think I ever need to see Johnny Tsunami again. It was kind of funny to watch it now, but that's it. I don't need to do a whole podcast on Disney+, Plus, but that was just how I felt about it. Um, Last week, I talked about how I had uh, my friend Steve's wedding. Went to the wedding. Super fun. Saw a couple of people I haven't seen in years um, that that are married and... Some have children. Some are expecting children. Uh, my buddy Kyle, who is Steve's youngest brother, and who you know I consider family at this point, uh, he is expecting a kid. They they told me at the wedding, which is very exciting. So crazy that Kyle is going to be a dad. The wedding was great. Steve's parents, who are like you know, I love them to death. They uh. They were around for a lot of my childhood and, you know, really looked after me a lot. And they're just great people. They're just awesome parents. They're great humans. And they, they're, you know, they're, they're people I, I respect a lot. Uh, we had a really funny conversation um, where I kind of just wanted to gauge how, like, Steve's dad was feeling and, uh, you know, the fact that this is it, like all th- he's got three sons. They're all married now. Uh, you know, Steve's a stepdad now. Uh, Kyle's about to be going to be a dad. You know, they're all just kind of moving out like they're they're starting their families and their lives. And, uh, you know. Trust me, all of the these the, the boys here, Steve and, and Kyle and, and, and Kevin, they've they've given their parents a lot to deal with. <laughs> not that I haven't, I'm not judging. I have, I've, I've also, you know, my point was that I just kind of thought it was a fun topic to bring up to him. And he went the exact direction I knew he would, <laughs> where he was just like, basically just, you know, dusting his hands off. Like I'm done now. Not like, you know, he'll, no one will ever see him again, but it definitely felt like a chapter was closing for him, I think. And he was kind of excited to, you know, take a step back, kind of let them grow their families, and he doesn't have to worry about anybody anymore. 
I don't know how else to explain it. I, I think it's it would it would make more sense if you knew the guy. But it was just kind of funny to see him be like, just kind of like, relax his shoulders a little bit. Like it all worked out. There was points where we were a little worried about a couple of those steams, my boys. I don't know if I should be saying last names. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. But either way, the wedding was a ton of fun. Like I said, I got to see a bunch of people, got some good news. Um, it was great. It's it was. I'm very happy for them. Uh, I'm looking at my notes from the wedding and I know I'm saying I had fun and everything was great um, but all of my notes are so negative it's so funny uh, I, maybe I was just in a bad mood when I wrote my notes I'm in a better mood now I guess all my notes are basically me just saying and, and it's, it's true but I've just never understood the idea of having this big wedding like, you're about to start your life, so let's just spend, like, a ton of money on what's basically just, like, a fucking glorified party. I don't know. I get it. If you have big families, you want to get grandma and grandpa and and the your dad's brother and I don't know who your all the cousins. They've got a lot of family, so I guess I understand it more. But still, it's like, why not just find who, someone's got a big backyard? Let's just order some pizzas and we'll just hang out maybe do like a little if you want to like say vows or I don't know it just seemed like so much and of course there were some things that necessarily didn't go as planned in the wedding uh I didn't have a big part in the wedding at all so I don't know all the details but there was minor things that seemed stressful (laughs) and then of course you're just getting all your family together which just seems like a night like there's if you pitched a wedding any other way or at least to me, where you're just like, it's going to take months to plan. It's going to be stressful. It's going to be, in, you know, there's going to be points where you're going to be losing your mind. Oh, and then on top of it, your entire family, like everyone you know, is also going to be there. Which I guess some people would find, I don't know. I just never got, I, I don't know. Greatest day in my life. It can't, no, I don't know. I don't think I ever want to have a wedding is basically what I'm getting at here. Or at least I'm trying to get at. I don't think I ever want to have a wedding. I don't know if I, I honestly, I don't think I ever want to get married. Um, you know, obviously I'm not the only person, but I grew up in mostly a single parent household, was raised by one parent, um, watched two people that must have been happy at one point in their lives, uh, slowly fade away from each other, um, you know, I watched what could happen to a marriage, and what happened was uh, it didn't work out. <laughs> it did not work, which most of them don't, so it's not surprising. Um, I remember I was telling somebody I was telling somebody where I was talking about the wedding. I was talking about how I I don't think I ever want to get married, and you know, I don't think I ever want to have kids. I think I'm just like I don't want all those things that. Most people I want, I guess. I don't know. I feel do most people want kids and to get married? I don't even know anymore. Maybe they don't. I don't. Um, you know, st- I think this is exactly what Steve wanted his entire life. Uh, the fact that he got to be brought into this family, you know, sh- this she has a uh, a son from. You know, 
a previous relationship. And Steve jumped right in. And it's, you know, at least from what I saw, he was great at it and and loved it. Loved it. You know, I don't know uh, if I could do, you know, what Steve did. I don't know if I would. And then, you know, they're like, they want more, more. We got to have more kids now. Now Steve wants his, you know, Steve, Steve wants kids. Sorry, I feel, I don't know if I'm putting out too much of their info, but it seems like he very much, he's always wanted like this family life. Uh, and I don't know, maybe I'm just, it's just not for me. I don't know if it's what I saw growing up. I don't know if it, if I would have felt that way no matter what I grew up like. But, you know, I'm a big fan of the Boys and Girls Club. I loved my time working there. But don't get me wrong. When it was 5 o'clock and parents started coming to pick up their kids, I was very excited about it. I like helping. I like, you know, the f- I definitely feel like I helped some kids be somewhat of a better human. I feel like I I put something in their brain that if a certain situation comes up or if they have to interact with a certain person, they're going to react a certain way based off of conversations I'd had with them. And I like that. I would like to do more of that. And I think I'll always be a part of the Boys and Girls Club. Basically, I want to fix all all these other people's shitty kids. (laughs) I'll help out that way. I won't add to the problem, and I'll help fix your shitty kids. And I'll, I'll, I'll fix some of your shitty parenting that you did. Maybe you did the best you could. But I'll, I'll, I'll help. That's what I'll do. I won't have kids. I probably won't ever get married. I probably will never have a wedding. Um, but I'll fix some of your shitty children's personalities. That seems fair, right? How did we get here? Anyway, the wedding was a ton of fun. Uh, I love all of them to death. Uh, that family, uh, you know, they're great people. And uh, I'm very, very happy for Steve. I think um, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do it. I think if anybody was gonna have a success a successful family and marriage and life, it's gonna be the two of them. So I wish them all the best. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, man. I don't know. I have the audio. I tr- I know I do audio on the podcast sometimes. But, uh, maybe I'll pick, I'll, maybe I'll do the audio stuff another, another day. Basically, there was like this, let's just, whatever. I don't know. How, how are we doing on time? I'm, we might go over 30 minutes, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. This is not, kind of, consp- is, is, <laughs> Is Bigfoot conspiracy theory? I don't even know anymore. Um, look, we've talked a ton about aliens. Why not we? Why not mix it up and chat a little bit about Bigfoot right now? Um, because there was a family hunting in Canada. I've got audio here, um, but it, the the audio it's it's tough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put the audio in after I finish recording. So, excuse me, um, let me, basically I'm going to break it down for you and then we'll play the audio and then I'll continue. But basically there's a family in Canada and they're hunting. It seems like it's 
day-ish. I'll post, I think I posted the video on Twitter. But um, just Google uh, mystery creature in Canada and the video will come up. I believe it was a motherboard story. Uh, if you don't follow, if you're on Twitter or if you, if you need, motherboard is great. They've got a ton of good stuff. Anyway, this loud, loud, which it just doesn't sound like anything. Some people were saying it could be a wolf, but I don't think so. There was no howling. Maybe could have been a bear, but didn't sound like it, though. It's it was it's crazy. So um, also really fast before we get to the audio, um, the family was hunting. And then in the in the, the audio I'm going to play for you, you hear like their kids in the background. So I didn't know people brought children hunting. And I don't mean like. You hear their kids like chatting. It sounds like little children. So that seemed weird. I thought you were better, Canada, than bringing little children with you hunting. But hey, well, you know, whatever. I'm sure everyone's fine. But listen to this, and uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. Is Bigfoot real? I say yes. I say for sure Bigfoot's real. Now that might seem insane to you, but. You know, there's a lot of things that seemed insane not that long ago. Now, I'm going to do this Google real quick because I believe it was, what, 1903? Uh, the There's some sort of gorilla. I think it was... There we go. Mountain gorilla. The mountain gorilla which is one of the biggest types of gorillas there are, was a myth until 1903. That's not that long ago that we didn't think mountain gorillas were real. People would see them, talk about them, and people would say, you're out of your mind. So I think some people forget how massive this planet Earth is that we live on and what kind of things could be living that we just haven't found yet or that don't want to be found. That can kind of get away from us. But clearly this Bigfoot wasn't having a great day. So uh, here, let's get to the audio really quick. So, I don't know. It's that doesn't sound like anything that I that I I don't that doesn't sound like a wolf. That doesn't sound like a bear. It sounds like what I would imagine Bigfoot sounded like. Hopefully you guys could hear that. 
Uh, I'll make sure I pump up the audio a little bit. But uh, and, and if not, just go watch the video. Like I said, just Google it. It's pretty crazy. Um, then, of course, this this one other thing I wanted to bring up really quick was that there's this machine now, which is just crazy. They're coming up with all this AI, and now there's this new AI that can determine the likelihood of you dying within a year, which is pretty wild. Basically, what they did was they took all of the data from a bunch of different EKGs. Uh, I believe they did EKGs on 400,000 people, um, over almost 2 million um, altogether, you know, multiples on certain people, whatever. But they took all of that information, fed it to this AI that's basically just like an artificial intelligence EKG machine. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean. What's crazy is that they don't even know what it does to come up with its predictions besides the fact that they're feeding it this information. So basically they feed it this, they feed it this information and it has all of the data of what happened to these people. So it's like, okay, let's take all of the data from this guy's EKGs, run it, compare it to all the other people's whatever. And again, this is just what I'm, I read from what I read in the article this is what I th- I'm a, this is what I took from it is that it saw what happened to those people within a year or less based off of their EKGs so now it's going to read your heart get all the information from you and basically it's an it's an odds thing right that's my guess again they don't know how it's doing this so I definitely don't know how but it's just basically using all the information to kind of guess, I don't know, would you do it? Would you want to know if you had less than a year to live? Would you want to know that if you had more? I don't want to know. I always think I'm dying, so I don't know what the point is. If I guess maybe if they told me they're like, you got eight months, that would be kind of cool. There's po- There's positives and negatives, I think, to all of that, right? If you knew you had eight months, you'd probably live your life a little different. If you knew you had more than eight months, maybe you had 18 months. No, that's not a lot. (laughs) 18 years. If you had 18 more years, would you live your life a little different? I don't know. It's pretty interesting, though. We're going to get to the point where we're going to have these machines that are just going to be able to – we're going to get hooked up to them, and they're going to say – you got 12 years left. And then you want to get into, okay, well, I mean, I read a story about this nine-year-old kid who already, like, got his master degree, and his plan is to now start working on building artificial organs, which, hey, kid, please do it. I mean, I'm going to need a couple of new parts, I'm sure, at some point in my life. So, uh you know, how crazy, look, 30, 50 years from now, if I somehow make it 50 more years and I'm like a, let's just assume I'm like a healthy 80, <laughs> that's possible, possible, right? Healthy 75. And then they just start, they start hooking you up to machines and they're like, all right, let's, we're going to swap out that liver. You know why I went there. 
We're going to swap that liver out. Boom, new liver. And then you got to start getting into, all right, well, how do you pay for that stuff? How much do they cost? You know, if you don't pay, you can, you get a, can I get a payment plan on, my, on that kidney? If you, don't, if you don't make a payment, can they shut it off? What happens? Either way, there's going to be a point where we just get hooked up to a machine and it could just kind of tell us. Maybe not to like the day, but I bet you it could tell us within six months. This thing's saying a year. <coughs> I don't know how accurate it is, but hey, we're getting there, and I think it's pretty crazy. I'll just assume I got 30 years left. I'd be cool with that. I mean, let's be real. Healthy 75. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. We I I could talk about this for another another 30 minutes and nobody needs to hear that. But um I'm very excited for the holidays. I've got friends coming into town that I haven't seen in what feels like forever. I'm going to try and get some of them on the podcast. Um Of course, got to thank our sponsor Paradise Adult Boutique, still time um, for their Black Friday sale, November 29th, 30th, and December 1st, over at 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Guys, so many deals uh, on so much good stuff over at Paradise Adult Boutique. Um, You know, again, I tell you all the time to support these guys because they support the podcast, but you're getting uh, 25% off every item in the store. Um, And then those discounts apply to sale and clearance items as well. Uh, This is your chance to get something that maybe you didn't want to spend that money on. And it's a chance to go check out Paradise Adult Boutique. We've done some of these sales before, and they've gone really well. And uh, I, you know, I like to think I'm a part of of helping out uh, make these sales as successful as possible. So please, if you can... Go check out Paradise Adult Boutique, 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Open seven days a week. Uh, support them. They support the podcast. Follow them on Twitter. On, whoa, follow them on Twitter at Paradise Adult AZ. And again, um, make sure you go support them for their Black Friday sale, which is going to be happening November 29th, 30th, and December 1st. Otherwise, please continue to spread the word about the podcast. Uh, you guys have been great. Um, with liking and or with five starring and subscribing, but still, there could be we could get more. So if you haven't done it yet, please give it five stars. Write a quick review. It could literally be five words. I think the last one we got was like two paragraphs, which is awesome. It was a lot, but un- not necessary. If you feel like you got to write this whole thing about the podcast, you could just write great podcast. You know, been listening for however long. Just something short, sweet. It's just, it's a numbers game. So the more I get, the better it looks, uh, the more the podcast grows. So thank you guys for that. Uh, thank you for, for, for you know, continuing with all these solo episodes. I really do like doing them a lot. Dom's going to get back on an episode soon, I promise. And like I said, uh, I've got some friends in town who also do some podcasting and, and other stuff. So I'm going to get them on as well, and we're going to keep this podcast train going. And, uh, yeah, 
make sure you uh, tell a friend or don't. Either way, I'm out of things to talk about, so thanks for listening. Hey, fellas. Well, you got us on the front page. You got yourselves on the front page. You just got to make sure you stay there. So what? You get your picture in the paper, so what's that get you, huh? Hey, what are you talking about, huh? Shut up, you? You've been in a bad mood all day. I'm in a bad mood. You're getting glum and dumb. What's the matter with you? You're in the papers. You're famous. You're famous. You'll get anything you want. That's what's so great about New York. New shoes with matching laces. A permanent box at the Sheepshead Races. A porcelain tub with boiling water. A Saturday night with the mayor's daughter. Look at me, I'm the king of New York. Suddenly, I'm respectable, staring right at your lousy witch stature. Nothing with all the muckety mucks. I'm flowing my dough and going deluxe. Then dare I be? City, I'm the king of New York. Don't suit with fitted knickers. A mezzanine seat to see the flickers. Havana's a gauze that cost a quarter. And editor's desk for the star reporter. Tip your hat, he's the king of New York. I'm the king of New York. Protecting the weak and paying for lunch. When I'm at that, strong men crumble. Crowd get humble. I'm He's the, the king, king of New York. York. Be either dead or dreaming. Cause look at that paint with my face beaming. Tomorrow they may wrap fishes in it. But I was a star for one whole minute.